The Dallas Stars have unlocked Wyatt Johnston, and boy, it's been a beautiful sight. A huge three-point night leads the Stars past the Red Wings as Dallas squeaks out of Detroit with a win. Let's jump into it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Please be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Well, the Dallas Stars have a flair for the dramatic. What should have been an easy, breezy coast to the finish line ends up in an absolute heart attack for many Stars fans, including myself, as Dallas hangs on to a 5-4 victory after giving up three power play goals in the game, including a 6-on-5 goal, and they were able to get out of Detroit with a win to finish off this road trip. Oh my God, why does it always have to be an entertaining, thrilling finish with the Stars team? Now get a load of this. I scrolled past this. The Stars have won a game this season when they've allowed three shorthanded goals against, and now they've won a game where they allowed three power play goals against. They had not allowed more than one in an entire game this season leading up to last night, and the Detroit pops three on them. Man, the Dallas Stars, that's just what it's going to be this season. I'll have my overall thoughts on the road trip, including the game yesterday. But first, we need to break down Wyatt Johnston. Man, they have unlocked him. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. What can they do to get him some production? And Pete DeBoer has done exactly that. And the Stars are benefiting from it. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So as soon as DeBoer has put Wyatt Johnston on the right wing, along with Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson, man, it clicked and Wyatt is back to his normal self. Has a huge three-point night yesterday. All three primary assists in the second period. The Stars built up a 5-2 lead because of their second period. They scored four times absolute domination, 25 shots on goal in the period. But Wyatt gets an assist on Hintz's goals and Essa Lindell, who's been quite the marksman this season as well. Uh, he, He had such a good road trip too. He only had five points on the road trip in the four games. He was actually held without a point in New York, in Philadelphia, as uh, the Stars got trounced there in Philly. But Wyatt was so good. I think he has to be the shooting star of the entire road trip. He just made so many things happen. Again, his ability to use his body and size, which we can all agree, he's not huge, but he does so well at manipulating the defense and finding those little seam and just little soft spots in coverages 
uh, in the offensive zone. He's able to get shots away, and he's been such a phenomenal facilitator. Rope's kind of been the finisher here <laughs> on the line, uh, and all White has to do is find Rope, and good things are going to happen. But uh, a plus three uh, against the Devils the other night, he ends up with a, a plus three uh, against Detroit. Uh, and uh, just uh, such a phenomenal, phenomenal little stretch he's putting together. We've documented the struggles that he had for about 20 games. He just could not find the back of the net. But I also stated I wasn't quite worried because he was getting in the right spots. He was getting in the right areas. He was hitting posts. He was getting stoned by opposing netminders. And now with the addition of adding him to this new top line, which, I mean, what did we say yesterday? This is a new top line, and I think going to be one of the best in the NHL when it's all said and done. They were buzzing last night, made so much happen in that second period. Rope hints with a couple of goals. Johnston uh, with two points. Robertson ends up having a point on the power play early to get the scoring started. And uh, they, they were just so phenomenal. Get a load of this at five on five. Why Johnson Corsi's percentage 68.97 highest on the team. And he just played over 13 minutes uh, in the contest as well. Ended up with 13 scoring chances uh, along with his line mates. Uh, all three of them were at the top in terms of, of Corsi percentage. Johnston, Hintz, and Robertson in the game. They are beating the drum for the Dallas Stars here recently. Taking a look at the game score averages via hockey stat cards. Rope Hintz, 5.26. Wyatt Johnston right behind him at 5.13. Had 16 minutes total of ice time. They actually did play him a, a bit late. He was just so good. Makes so much happens. And, and also, I, I have to make sure I state this. Talk about the PK work late in the game when the Stars were on a 6-on-4 and they needed to kill off, what was it, the last 30 seconds and some change. Wyatt just grinding and inching the puck up the boards. It ended up not getting out, but that killed precious seconds away from Detroit. And then it ends up going beneath the Stars inline. Then Lindell is able to hammer it off the wall and out to center. Just terrific, hard, grimy PK work from Wyatt Johnston, which is not really his bread and butter, so to speak. And he came up in a huge moment. Pete DeVore trusts a 20-year-old to go out there on a six-on-four. When the Stars are reeling, he trusts Wyatt Johnston to go out there and get the job done. And he did. He did a spectacular job combined with Essel Lindell and Hawk and Pa. The Stars' PK had a very, very rough night, to say the least. But they at least stepped up when they really needed it as they tried to give the contest away. And I, of course, have thoughts on that whole third period and how botched it was by the Stars. But we'll, we'll, we'll hang on to that for just a bit because uh, Wyatt's been so, so good here in, in the past week or so. 28 points on the season entering last night, picks up three helpers. That's now a career high, 18 assists for the young man. And uh, he's, uh, he's off and running. Uh, and, and and we touched on it too. The Stars needed to break up. A few weeks ago, I did an episode. What can they do to unlock Wyatt Johnston? They needed to break up. His line 
with Ben and Dodonov. They've done that now over the past week, and they're reaping the benefits of it. This line is going to be so good for years to come. They're just over 24 years in age is their average, which is just incredible. <laughs> and uh, man, why it was uh, spectacular uh, along with his line mates. They're just so fun to watch. <laughs> and I-, I feel like I beat a dead horse when I say it, but they're just so creative. Uh, hence his goals were just spectacular. The one he goes upstairs under the soffit Detroit's net minder line wasn't particularly good in the contest too. The Stars certainly benefited from some pretty suspect goaltending, but uh, they, they took advantage of it. A huge four goal second period. Uh, Wyatt Johnson with just three assists in that period. They should not have needed what was a very chaotic and hectic third period towards the end. But as I said, they have a flair for the dramatic and they like to make it interesting. Uh, but yeah, Wyatt once again, Best core seat percentage on the team last night. He's leading the way. He's making things happen. 5.13 game score. His expected goals for 1.3, which was second highest on the team, only to Ryan Suter, uh, believe it or not. But uh, Wyatt's been having such an incredible stretch here. He also won five face-offs. That's another reason why Pete DeBoer can trust him. It hasn't been a remarkable improvement in the dots, but he's winning 48% of his draws, which is up 5% from a season ago. And that's a really tough department for a young centerman coming into the National Hockey League is winning faceoffs like McDavid struggled at it. Crosby really struggled at it in his first season. Just something that takes some time and a skill to develop. So just good improvement there from Wyatt. Uh, Good to see that he's just shooting the puck a a bit more too, a a little bit more liberal. And and partially, he's just getting more opportunities to do it, playing with uh, Robertson and and Hintz because they are so dynamic. To be honest, teams are probably worried about shutting down 21 first, even though they really should be worried about 24. And then by the time you get to to Rofe Hintz, then you have Wyatt Johnston, uh, who's really, really good in his own right. So it's just a handful, a handful to try to stop. If you're an opposing defense, Johnson plus three rope was plus three. Robertson was plus three last night. So yeah, they, they were the deciding factor for the Dallas stars. And uh, well, they, they had to, to hang on to squeak out of Detroit with a win. It was a good road trip. It was a good road trip. They took five out of the possible eight points. They did leave some on the table. Absolutely. They were on their heels for the third period. They played four games in six nights or whatever it was. It's been a busy January. It has been a very, very busy January and they had to outscore their problems last night. They they absolutely did. Their, their defense was not very good, not very good. Um, especially in front of their own net. And I'll touch on that in a bit more of some thoughts on the road trip here in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. So go ahead, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you need Indeed on this podcast. Say you heard about it. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So the Stars end up taking five out of the possible six points on their road trip. And they had an opportunity to at least win three out of the four and take six because Philadelphia was a complete dud. They end up losing in New York on Sunday, of course, in overtime. But uh, it was it was an okay road trip. That's kind of how I would describe it. That would be my very blanket statement uh, on the matter. Be sure to uh, check out Locked On Sports today, by the way, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It is on YouTube Be sure to subscribe. Locked on Sports today is here for you, covering the top sports stories with local experts. So please do that. And I'm part of a local expert of Locked on Stars. So always appreciate you. Be sure to subscribe. Locked on Stars today. Hit that notification bell. You can follow me as well at JoeyTheJet19. So uh, I want to begin here on this third period. And just how completely botched the Dallas Stars played it. And this is another one of these reoccurring themes I feel like I'm bringing up constantly. Close out a game. And they've done it plenty of times. I will give them their props. But it's not just like... I would say one to two goal leads with under 10 to play and you got a hungry, really good club in town that's just really, really putting the pressure on to tie the game. It's three goal leads. Yesterday, it was four. Like, uh, at some point, uh, you got to close out the game. Uh, It was three, excuse me, not four. Um, It felt like four at some points because there was no life in the building, but they just allow a team to claw themselves back into the game, like lock it down. And part of their issues too, I just don't think they have the personnel to withstand uh, a lot of the onslaught they're facing in some of these games because they just don't have the personnel to be locked down defensively like they used to be. The amount of slot passes that were completed from Detroit last night was mind-boggling. They were just throwing the puck to that area, and there was always a red sweater there that had a phenomenal look 10 feet out from Ottinger. And they scored a few goals that way because Ottinger was screened. There was too many bodies. They weren't boxing out to the comfort goal that made it a one-goal game late uh, on the six-on-five. Just another display of 
well, your position there, take his stick away. And it, the the amount of shots that the Stars gave up in the heart of the slot is very concerning. Like, what's the one area you just have to take away when it's 5-2 to two in a third period? Allow them to run around the perimeter as much as they would like. Like, be my guest. And they just gave out shot after shot. And the Red Wings did a great job of exploiting it too. But it's just so concerning that the, the Stars just constant like it it was there almost every single time in that high slot area and credit to the Red Wings they exploited it and they got a ton of chances and they uh ended up cashing in a bunch uh the Red Wings ended up with 28 scoring chances uh in the game which actually matched the Stars at five on five uh if you look at the power play because they were deadly there they had eight scoring chances and uh in all situations, they ended up with 39, which was seven more. Uh, I'm sure that the six on four and six on five late in the in the game certainly helped. But man, Dallas just needs to close out games. And, and two, I just think they don't have the personnel. Like I, I feel like I sit here and uh, I, I'm I'm very critical about it constantly. And at some point, I think it's just they they aren't built to withstand it to, to some degree. And look, they, they got out of there with a full two points. I, I'm never going to knock them for, for, for getting out with a win. Uh, a, a win is a win uh, at the end of the day, but you and me all understand the listeners here, all you stars fans that that is just not going to fly when games really matter. You just can't have, you can't have performances like that. And with Miro coming back, I, I'm sure it will help. But it was a, it was something that was a problem when Miro was in the lineup. But like, that's just case in point. They need help. And that's uh, no surprise. Um, th- I, I thought th- the road trip, though, was okay. The, the Philadelphia game was a dud. They bounced back huge uh, against New Jersey. That was a great performance. They did so well to to pick up a point against New York. They did lead that game on the table. They scored on their power play. Or excuse me, they didn't score. Uh, they went 0 for 3, and they did enough to win against a really good goaltender. They, I thought they, they were clearly the better team. It's just unfortunate that Sorokin really played out of his mind. And he held them in long enough. And of course, the three-on-three OT was was not my favorite decision. Uh, first off, Duchesne's move wasn't great. And then you allow Horvat to get right behind two guys. And he goes in on a breakaway. But Otter was sick for one of the games. Otter more than likely would have started that game uh, against the Islanders. Maybe that sways the decision. I don't know. Wedgwa was good in that game too. He's spectacular in, in both <laughs> uh, games in New Jersey uh, and New York. Otter wasn't particularly great yesterday, but some of it was like, come on, Dallas needs to be better uh, in front of him. He, he did whiff on a few. And uh, to be honest, stars could have been tied too, because they gave up a, a goal that was deemed offside. So, uh, you know, maybe they were uh, lucky in, in that front, not having to even go to OT. Uh, so there may have been uh, a touch of fortune 
uh, in the game. But I think Otters looked really, really sharp since his return to the pipes, which uh, is a great sign. Um, hopefully he continues to get comfortable. Uh, I would like the Stars to make it easier on him so he's not putting so much strain uh, on his body. Uh, but uh, that's the way she goes. I'm trying to take a look at what the expected goals against was uh, against Otter, uh, just because it ended up being kind of a, a shooting gallery um, uh, against him. I can't seem to to find it for some reason. Uh, but anyways, a, a good road trip. You, you take five out of the possible eight points. Uh, never going to be too upset with that. Uh, 2.65. Uh, was uh, the expected uh, goals against. So, and that makes sense. They had a couple of phenomenal looks. They hit the pipe. Uh, power play was completely deadly. So, um, power play was not great. They were, I think, two for like 14, two for 13 on the trip. That's just kind of what it's been, though, this season. It's very streaky. They kind of get on these runs. Unfortunately, uh, the PK was kind of bleh. <laughs> uh, of course, giving up three uh, the, the other nights, and, and they, of course, suffered some more. But um, look, just a, a very okay road trip, and uh, they're, they're almost they're almost to the to the end of the finish line at least to the All Star break. They need to get there, and and that's why I've dedicated this next segment to. The reset. The reset is approaching. It's going to be the great reset for the Dallas Stars when they really make a push uh, in the final 30 uh, games uh, of the season. So I want to touch a bit on the reset, kind of looking forward, dealing with injuries and all that good stuff here to wrap up today's episode in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. We're past the halfway point in the season, Stars fans, and there's been plenty of highs and lows, but regardless of where the Stars are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest all you have to do is pick the top stars you can pick the johnstons of the world you can pick rope hints and robertson who have been off to a tearing pace this past week and record more or less on certain sleeper projections for things like goals assists or even saves if you want to go with jake Ottinger or scott wedgwood who's having a phenomenal season and if you pick correctly on eight of those player stats you can run 100 times your bet on Sleeper. You heard me correctly, Starts fans, a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper terms of use for details and with location availability. As always, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Shout out to all you everydayers out there that take in Locked On Stars every single day. There is so much to jump into. There's so many storylines circulating the stars here the past month. So just so much content uh, that I'm trying to provide and trying to touch on every little single detail as well. So thank you for rocking along with me through all these ups and downs. We can be a bit recency bias on Locked On Stars too, I will admit. 
because I'm just riding this roller coaster up and down of this star season. And boy, they have been very, very entertaining uh, this season. And they always seem to be entertaining, right? Maybe that's just uh, the NHL, not just uh, specifically to the stars, even though sometimes it feels like that. Okay, there is some phenomenal news, phenomenal news coming out of the Dallas Stars organization. It looks like Miro Haskinen will be very, very close to returning. They're hoping to get him into one of the games before the All-Star break, one of the final two against Anaheim or Washington. He's skating. He's progressing. There were some notes that if it was a playoff game, he would have played. So we'll see what they want to decide to do. I can completely understand not playing him and just giving him the extra rest and you get five days for the all-star break coming back after uh, and having him start there. I would not be opposed to that by any means, but uh, I want to see him play, of course. <laughs> and, I, and I'd rather him uh, be back into the lineup. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. The great news is, is that Mira Haskin is close to returning. Uh, and this is why this all-star break is going to be such a great reset. Ottinger, I think this will be coming at a perfect time. He's he's playing a bit, kind of getting into a rhythm. Then he'll get some days to kind of mental reset. Wedgwood certainly needs it after the heroic effort he has been putting up uh, the last month. Craig Smith, uh, no update on him. He's still out with an injury, so we'll have to uh, see what comes uh, out of that. Maybe we'll we'll find some more answers here later on today on what's going on with. Craig Smith, who of course left Sunday's game uh, against the Islanders with uh, an upper body injury. So uh, Smith is uh, still hurt, but it also gives an opportunity to, for Delandria to get back in. Uh, and I thought Delhi looked uh, really, really good the other day. Um, we're kind of getting to the part of the season two where the stars need to look interior and be like, okay, there are some holes that we need to fill. And to be a true, true contender, they're going to have to plug some of those. I, I I really, really love the way the stars are made up currently. I like it, but I can also uh, see and foresee their issues come Stanley Cup playoff time. This defense is just not going to do it. The, it, it's just not going to do it. Yes, at times they look like a team that can win a Stanley Cup. That second period is a team that can win the the, the Stanley Cup. Absolutely. Well, but when you put up four goals, yeah, you're you're going to look really good. Um, but th- that's not the type of uh, games you're you're going to be having on a night in and night out basis. Uh, come springtime, they need some help, and I. I like it's uh, another thing that we're slamming our heads against. They're just going to have to make some moves. Um, and maybe Delantry is a guy you're able to move on from. He's kind of the odd man out. You can maybe get a, a decent return from him. I would stay away from giving away Stan Coven or Bork by any means necessary. I think those guys are, are off limits. Those are guys that are more than likely going to have a huge impact for your team next season especially because you don't know what's going to happen with Matt Duchesne, right? Uh, yes, the Stars would love to bring him back. They're not bringing him back for that number. Ain't no way in HE Double Hockey 6 that's happening. Ain't no way they're bringing him back for that number. Unless 
He's willing to take that. But man, I, I think uh, a team could uh, pay for his services, uh, you know, pretty kindly. So uh, you're probably not going to get him back for that number. I, I would not, not even talk to anybody that wants to touch Stan Coburn or Bork. They can have a huge impact and could be top line guys for you uh, for years to come. So I'd be very, very, uh, very, very stingy on even remotely bringing up prospects uh, such as them. Um, Neil Slunquist is interesting, a former first round pick. Some teams, you know, may be able to bite on that. And, and look, I, I've liked the way Niels have played here uh, as of late, but I, I'm just thinking of options and, and being realistic about the situation is, is, is Lundquist a, a guy you want to hold on to for years? Is he going to become a part of that solidified decor? Um, if, if the answer is no, then maybe you are willing to, 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 to shop him to, to some degree because he is a former first round pick. A lot of teams may say like, I can fix him. I can fix him. Uh, a guy that has a, uh, a nice mo- uh, offensive uh, game and uh, it's improving ever so slightly d- defensively. Maybe that's something interesting. Um, I'm just, just spitballing here, just spitballing some of the, the conversations uh, that may need to, to happen uh, over the all-star break, because look, I, I want the stars to win. <laughs> uh, I, I want them to win the Stanley cup, uh, of course. And uh, at their current form, I, I just don't think it's enough. Yes, it is good. Um, and uh, I think it can, it can win a playoff series can maybe win you a couple, um, but to, to reach the ultimate goal, uh, I think changes uh, need, need to happen. Maybe not changes is the the right word to use, but uh, there needs to be some tweaks, right. Or, or additions, uh, something to, to spice it up, but Hey, we're, we're still early in the season. We're not even early, but we're halfway, uh, past the halfway point in the season. There's a, a lot of games to be played and it feels like that's just a lot of the boat that teams are in a- across the NHL. I think a lot are in the same boat as the stars are where it's like, man, they look so good on nights, but there, there's kind of obvious holes, uh, that need to be felt. And, and that feels like, the majority of playoff teams this season, like Vegas is, is now having a very, very rough stretch. Um, Vancouver, who's actually been playing really, really well recently, but you you have to see experience and how that holds up at, at some point. They are very talented though. They are very, very talented. Edmonton now is coming out of the woodworks winning 13 straight. I told you they were going to win the West this season. It's just taking a lot longer to come to fruition <laughs> uh, as they're right back in the thick of things. LA is a team that people have a lot of big hopes for, but we saw them a few weeks ago or a week ago. That wasn't very pretty. So, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of questions for a lot of teams. Uh, I think the stars are in a good spot. They're in a good spot. Being top 10 in the NHL is nothing to scoff at even though uh, I'm forced, and I'm not forced, but I will. I will be critical of this team's shortcomings. I I will bring it up because I wholeheartedly believe it's justified. So that's why. I think it's justified. You have to call it out sometimes. So, okay. Wow. Went a little bit longer than I maybe uh, expected to, but uh, I had a little fun just kind of spitballing with you guys. So, and I've seen a ton of your comments too uh, about like, you know, trade pieces and, you know, who's some, some 
uh, assets that the Stars have that they may want to, uh, you know, give up in order to to get a defenseman or uh, to add at the deadline. So love seeing that uh, and, and seeing your takes uh, on situations. Uh, great, great, great engagement yesterday too on the Niels Lundqvist uh, episode, just talking about how he stepped up and has been playing really, really well recently. And it kind of how that's been a silver lining with, with Miro Haskinen out of the lineup. Maybe, maybe Niels bought himself some time when Miro comes back. So I, I would certainly love to see that. I hope you all have a wonderful Wednesday. It's hump day, and we're moving on. Another road trip down, the final before the All-Star break. A couple of more games to go as the Stars are working their way to uh, to Toronto. Well, I guess Jake Ottinger's working his way to Toronto. As always, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. You can follow me on the Twitter thing, the X, JoeyTheJet19. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and we will be back tomorrow. Stars taken on the Ducks. Should be a fun one. And we'll see you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.